0: Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Rob. We're a writing team from New Jersey with a passion for film. An aggressive, all-consuming passion. Well, whenever we see a news article we find, like, insane, uh, immediately it's... How can we make a movie out of this? Every episode we read a crazy article from different sources and tumble down our own rabbit hole. discussing cast, crew, and plot. And then we hash out a pitch for a feature film. So, join us as we BS about movies and ask the important question...
1: What do you got? What do you got?
2: What do you got? What do you got? The discovery that Nick can do, Jason Mantzoukas, has <laughs> yeah. effectively ruined our lives. Just like that? <laughs> because is gone. the entirety of the time at Disney World go, oh, the line is an hour 45? <laughs> can you
1: galaxy's
0: edge this? is fucking huge? I can't believe this. Can you believe this? <laughs> You're listening to How Did This Get me? I'm a man. <laughs>
2: Zoukas. Oh, Shall we boy. start?
0: Oh, right. Um, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, anyone in between, thank you for joining us. This is episode 40. It's been uh, a month and a half since 39. No. Um, I think so. No. I, th- I think so. I so think Memories so.
1: Memories, <laughs> uh, like of my mind. This is
0: episode 40. Uh, we're, we're, we're heading towards that 50 milestone where we're excited to do something unique and interesting. Four more years. Four more. Wait. Do you know something I don't? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, okay. Um, no, we've discussed it at ad, ad, ad nauseum. You're just fucking. No, Nick, not, you not, just not, said okay. what episode number this is, ad, and I've already forgotten. I know. Ad nauseum? Ad nauseum, yeah. No. Yeah. How many times? Uh, it's once. Atticus Nauseanus. Atticus No, no it's Finch. Arabic.
2: You have to get a little more into it. <laughs> and now I've put a curse on
0: you. Alright, so today, if you haven't noticed, we're joined by someone. This <laughs> knucklehead over here. We're joined by someone! Please let that
1: be my credit. There's a homeless guy who got squatters <laughs> With, rights in the studio. <laughs> With Mike it's, it doesn't as take, someone. It doesn't
0: take much. Uh, we are joined by Michael St. Gregory, who is Hello. the host of things he can talk about, who he is, and what he does. I think too many uh, things. Mike, tell us, tell us who you are. I am uh, your friend besides that something that they're gonna be interested in oh
1: (laughs) uh you know what i brought to the table um something that i have actually been fascinated with uh for quite some time and um no that that's great but can
0: you tell us a little bit about you first no, there's nothing interesting about me. <laughs> Something you just... I'll save it to the end. Let it be a tease. Okay, you're going to plug at the end? All right. Yeah, you know All right, how we do... Let's go straight into it. You know, we're like, going to do it the like European professionals style. professionals With the weird outlets Plugs that have at the like end four of the show. whole prongs? I don't know. It's strange. It was such a waste <gasps> of recording. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. All right, uh, Mike, uh, yeah. as, what every, about? as everybody knows, this is What Do You Got? And we're going to be pitching a movie. Uh, for those of you who are joining us for a guest episode that they have not listened to one prior... Uh, Mike will be pitching us an article that we don't know. He's going to be pitching, a, uh, pitching it live uh, to us and you. Rob and I will come up with some ideas as he pitches it. He has his idea ready, and then we're going to throw it together as the classic traditional. <laughs> you assume
1: pitch. so much, Nick, I about do. my own ideas. I, I assume that you've done your work. <laughs> I'm an work improviser. Our I'm too much, sir. <laughs> I am I'm an improviser. I make it up on the spot, which means. I have no idea what I'm doing ever.
0: (laughs) It's such freedom. We know. It's part of your uh, lucky charm. Um, All right, why don't we get started? What do you know
1: that I don't? Um, Did you guys know that at one point, the United States had an emperor? Cusco? No. no. His name (laughs) was Norton I, emperor of the United States and protector of Mexico. Joshua A. Norton, born 1819, lived to 1880. That's a good run. Now- Especially in the 1800s. He came from San Francisco, and he decided, just straight up decided, I don't like the way this country is being run. I declare myself emperor of the United States.
0: Okay. (laughs) I, I, I want to stop you real quick. I actually have not heard this before. That's kind of fascinating. I am fascinated by this story uh,
1: because you know, we've had a very, um, I'd say, tense couple of uh, political years. But for this guy to just straight – now, here's the thing. I have seen a guy every year in New Jersey on his car just say, vote for me for president. He's insane. Like, he's absolutely insane. What, but what this was, guy
0: – What was Norton's full name again?
1: Joshua A. Norton um is uh from originally from San Francisco I actually have some more thorough details. Uh I heard about him in passing. Uh someone just kind of made a reference to him because they said that he had the most people ever at a funeral and it is still on record. I think it's like 18,000 people came to wow. the funeral emperor, of this yes. man for the emperor joshua abram norton known as emperor norton resident of san francisco california who in 1859 proclaimed himself norton the first emperor of the united states after napoleon III invaded mexico he took the secondary title
0: of protector of mexico i'm, I'm feeling signful anyone anyone can just say they're the first well <laughs> anyone that, can just claim they're emperor that's the thing <laughs> no one asked him to do this
2: uh, uh, great men have greatness thrust upon
0: them. <laughs>
1: so he made a living, successful living as a commodities trader. He was a real estate speculator, uh, which is
0: real estate speculator. That's that's hmm. like
1: that's definitely land over yeah. there. <laughs> no, it's more about like getting the price and yeah. b- b- appraisal and stuff like that. Uh, financially ruined after following a failed bid to corner the rice market during a shortage prompted by a famine in China, he bought an entire shipload of Peruvian rice at twelve cents per pound. And as more came in, he, it caused the price to drop when to did, $0.04. Cents. When did
0: he become emperor again? Like, how old he was he? He declared
1: himself emperor at
0: in uh, 1859. He was born 1818. 1818. So he was, uh, someone do that math. I'm not math. I'm not math. F- 50, 60. He was 60. It's much better for us if, if you do it. It's 65. Folks, if you know the age <laughs> at home, be sure to tweet it out. I am not math. Was he 65. <laughs> He was of
1: middle age. He was around my <laughs> age. Yeah. So he, uh, he lost a lawsuit in which he tried to void the Rice contract. And his public prominence, he was like a business magnate. And then he just dropped from one ruined business decision. But in September of 1859, he reemerged, as it were, into the public eye, declaring himself... The position of Emperor of the United States. Though Norton received many favors from the city, merchants also capitalized on his notoriety by selling souvenirs bearing his name. San Francisco lived off Emperor Norton was one of the uh, many declarations. Uh, Norton's biographer, William Dury, wrote, Not Norton of San Francisco, but San Francisco's Norton. (laughs) (laughs) This is San Francisco's Norton. You get the hell out of exactly. here with that other Norton. He had no formal political power, <laughs> but he was treated with the utmost respect. Everywhere he went, he would, like, eat for free. i uh, never heard about this. Currency was issued in his name and was honored in the establishments that he frequent, uh, frequented. I always say frequented. Frequent. But so, frequented. The establishments he frequented. Uh, his rule was recognized by the Kingdom of Hawaii. Uh, Some considered him insane or eccentric, but citizens of San Francisco celebrated his imperial presence and his proclamations, such as he he ordered the United States Congress be dissolved by force and his numerous decrees calling for the construction of a bridge and tunnel crossing the San Francisco Bay to connect San Francisco with Oakland. Now you're probably thinking, oh yeah, well, that sounds like the Golden Gate Bridge. He was the inspiration for creating the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> because he was the guy who said, the visionary. I'm emperor now, we should build a bridge. <laughs> Jesus. On January 8th, 1880, Norton collapsed at the corner of California and DuPont, which is now Grant Street, and died before he could be given medical treatment. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, uh, actually I was wrong about the number, upwards of 10,000 people lined the streets of San Francisco to pay him homage at his funeral. Norton's been immortalized as the basis of characters in Mark Twain, Robert Louis Stevenson, uh, and even Neil Gaiman. Hmm. Uh, he does pop up in some pop culture stuff. Uh, mainly, though, he was uh, the he was modeled the, the the character of the King in *Adventures of Huckleberry Finn* was modeled off of him.
2: Oh shit! Uh, huh.
1: Norton was actually a character in Robert Louis Stevenson's *The Wrecker*. His uh. Stevenson's stepdaughter had put him in one of her books. Since 1974, the Imperial Council of San Francisco has been conducting an annual pilgrimage to Norton's grave in Colma, which is just outside of San Francisco.
2: Now, hold on. When I hear the phrase, the Imperial Council of San Francisco.
1: I think of Jedi's. I don't know why I'm picturing white hoods, but I am. (laughs) It's more of just like a fan club, but with a really, like, they just continued what he set up. Um, (laughs) uh, The Senate has been dissolved by order of the Emperor. (laughs) The old republic has been washed away. In January 1980, ceremonies were conducted in San Francisco to honor the 100th anniversary of the death of the one and only Emperor of the United States. The Emperor Norton Trust, which was founded and based in San Francisco from 2013 to 2019, originally known as the Emperor's Bridge Campaign, it's a nonprofit that engages in research, education, and advocacy to advance the legacy of Emperor Norton. He is considered a patron saint of discordianism, uh, and a park in the Republic of Melosia is nicknamed Norton Park. He has a plaque that is uh, that was commemorated in 1939, which is was originally at the Cliff House in San Francisco and then the now-debolished Transbay Terminal. It is at the Transbay Transit Center. This man is by far the most famous person in San Francisco that no one has ever heard of.
2: (laughs) San Francisco gets all the cool politicians. They get Harvey Milk. They get the emperor of the United States.
1: (laughs) So his idea for a bridge between San Francisco and Oakland... Um, there were efforts to recognize Emperor Norton's call for that bridge. First started in 1939. They were trying to get it um, just because they they had the plaque set up. They were like, well, why don't we actually try and make this bridge? And the the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Bridge, uh, which um, is a thing. Uh, It was not approved by the bridge authorities, though, when the plaque and the, uh, uh, like, naming it after him, was tried to be approved. Uh, but they did put it on there in 1955. 1986, though, it was, um, it was moved to the Transbay Terminal. There have been two 21st century campaigns to name all or parts of the Bay Bridge for Emperor Norton. The It is unofficially recognized and named the Emperor Norton Bridge. At least name the toll plaza. After. <laughs> every, uh, but, every fucking asshole gets a toll plaza. But he, uh, you know, he continues with uh, in his uh, legacy with the Emperor's Bridge campaign, uh, the, which became the Emperor Norton Trust. Uh, I the, like that his legacy has affected actual social change.
2: Yeah. In the like you know what? That, we can all agree that the homeless man who lives behind the Denny's <laughs> is not the king of the moon.
0: However, his civil engineering plans. <laughs> Uh, Pretty good. (laughs) He's got something going for him. And the last thing for
1: this uh, legacy of his, the organization hopes to sponsor a legislative resolution that would take effect in 2022, next year, the 150th anniversary of Emperor Norton's proclamations of 1872, setting out the original vision for the bridge. The first and only emperor of the United States... Self-declared protector of Mexico. <laughs> a legend in San Francisco. And no one has ever heard of him unless you look it up like I did. <laughs> well, that sounds like heresy, Mike. <laughs> I don't declare myself a follower of Emperor <laughs> Norton by any means.
0: I do. Do you? Do you not, sir?
1: <laughs> the, the United States of Norton. Stab, Let's just stab,
0: stab. Uh, so,
1: fellas, I ask you... What? 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 Hold on! You don't ask us. You don't ask us. What do you ask me? That was my question. (laughs) I ask you. What would you like to ask? There's (laughs) always a follow up. I have prepared pauses. Me?
0: (laughs) You you talking to me? I just I turn it around. Um, Rob, shall we on three? Also, I have the four. Hey, Mike! One, two. I said on three. (laughs) Hey, Mike. What, what do you, you got? got? They heard you whisper. Da dunk a dunk <laughs> Is that your input to the filler? Yeah, <laughs> I got it. There's excited. music fillers now? <laughs> Let me hit the soundboard. It what does this one always, do? Always, always.
1: And what about this one? This is for post for Rob to insert I sounds. I hope he actually puts them And there. that button. He won't. He won't, but, but it would be fun for
2: us. When I was a uh, DJ at a radio station for a while, I accidentally crashed our, our soundboard uh, during drive time, and the drive time DJ was not happy about this. It <laughs> was on Halloween, <laughs> and he kept mentioning that little ghouls had gotten into his uh, sound effect board <laughs> and glaring at
1: me through the glass into my studio. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you got? Uh, I would like to pitch you both. Let me paint a word picture for you. Okay. Uh, no, the the name of the movie that he's I would t- like to see. He's taking seriously. Like, we're actually pitching a movie here. Like, that's the premise. Uh, you guys have no sway in Hollywood? Or oh, we like are Hollywood. This is, once again, anytime I do a podcast
0: with Pe- Nick.
2: People involved in ice cream apps have read our stuff. <laughs> and,
0: and shared them multiple times. Time of derailment. <laughs>
1: Uh, pretty much when we hit record. You, yeah, you don't want to hold on to that time punch. No. Um. So, uh, I would like to see a so like a um kind of a Birdman like movie, following this one deluded man who has lost everything, uh, and dec- deciding to take his fate in his own hands. And I'm I'm calling it um King Nothing. Uh, inspired by one of my favorite Metallica songs, actually. Um Is that the title of the it's song? King, yeah. Hmm. It Where's Your Crown, King Nothing is the hmm. chorus. It's it's one of their worst songs. Because <laughs> it's it was at a time period where they were so lazy with King putting Crimson out an album. Was taken, so. Yeah. Hmm. And it, it was just kind of like, okay. Um I see John Malkovich uh playing the unnamed uh character, actually. Uh Everyone would just, in town, he would probably probably put it in like a smaller city, maybe like Minneapolis or e- even smaller if it's just a local town mm-hmm. in some Midwest part of the country. Uh, everyone just calls him the king. Uh, there is a bit of a, like a uh, Tuesdays with Maury, that was the movie, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Tuesdays with Maury element where there's a local journalist who, I would put this in a modern setting. Um a local journalist who is going to try and just talk to the person, the man who has declared himself uh, king of the world. Um, <laughs> oh my. He might as well go global, and he, he starts talking to him, and he, they exchange these ideas. I would have um, Zach Galifianakis as the uh, journalist. Okay. Um, having watched his FX series, I was amazed. Uh, basket, at it. Yeah,
0: uh, basket. Ba- I think it's just Baskets. I haven't watched it. I haven't so it heard, I've heard good yeah, things.
1: It's fantastic. The dual role that he has is is really well. And I, I I had this vision of a lot of him just following him around and listening to a guy who makes a lot of common sense arguments for okay. the way that things are in the country in a very more, like, broad sense. And people are drawn to this guy. He's like, oh, the king is here. And, again, he kind of has that. It's, it's
0: Malkovich. Yeah. And he kind of has Malkovich? that ch- Malkovich. Malkovich.
1: <laughs> Malkovich. Uh, I think that's necessary. Like, do we ro- owe him <laughs> <It's> royalties?
0: Malkovich, <laughs>
1: and <laughs> I'll break that out later. Um, he, uh, you know, he gets like free sandwiches at the deli, but he's really limited to like a couple of square blocks of either this one city or but town. But everybody. But everybody, everybody knows in him in those couple Every- blocks. absolutely. Like he's, and I try to keep his his actual background vague to a point like was he the guy who owned the um the factory that shut down and so many people lost their jobs sure was he a guy who's is this all a scam and he's an artist or something like that nobody ever goes in
0: does <laughs> yeah nobody ever comes in. does your film take place present day
1: yeah i would okay. kind of keep it like in an evergreen type setting like the world that he lives in is still tense politically okay And you do see that there's a lot of people who try to argue different sides about a lot of big things. And he just kind of comes in and is a mediator and has, like, the common sense argument. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the basic, like, centric premise that I thought of.
0: Okay. All right. That's pretty cool. I like
1: it. I like it a lot. Thank you. I just made it all up. Hey. That's what we do that's, here. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> that's uh, the premise. 40, no, I, I
1: absolutely didn't rehearse it in the car on the way over <laughs> thinking about sweating, uh, uh, you know, just my palms. Like, is that a script
0: just... you're reading right now that says exactly what no, you just said? No, it is not,
1: Nick. <laughs> Rob, um, don't there's talk. a lot oh, of JPEGs shoot. of Philip Seymour Hoffman on that document.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Let's uh, let's shoot it over to you, Rob. Okay. Um, Connectivity well, is my. You know what? Movie. I'll let you do the uh, honors. I
1: already messed it up the first time. All
0: right, Rob. Wow. What do you got? He just ruined his chance. Such <laughs> humility.
2: Uh, okay, so my movie is called King Bertram the First. Okay. Uh, starring and directed by Steve Buscemi. <laughs> okay. Uh, also starring Chris Tucker and Maya Rudolph. Uh, So I'm going to move the timeline a little bit forward uh, to the year 1906 during the great San Francisco earthquake. Ah. Uh, Smack dab in the presidency of Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, The earthquake is worse. It's vastly worse (laughs) than even the great San Francisco earthquake was. Detaching San Francisco and Oakland from the mainland of the United States. Perfect. Uh, in direct contrast to our film the World*, one of my favorites, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Twain dies during the earthquake. Oh, no! Instead of living forever. Oh! No. <laughs>
1: That's going to ruin the website. We have- so Does it's Mark like an Twain-
0: alternate universe tilt a Does yeah, Mark Twain to- die in the film.com is <laughs> going to We have to pay off. <laughs> <laughs> we have immortal Mark Twain. We
1: have Mark Twain that dies four years early. Um, it's like a prequel. <laughs> this is
2: the first in a series of events uh, in the world building I've decided to do uh, for a slightly alternate future. Obviously with the city splitting off in the mainland United States. Uh, this considerably sapping a lot of the political willpower of the Roosevelt presidency. Uh, in which he does not bust a lot of trusts and monopolies, as he wound up doing. So during little that trust busted. <laughs> Gotta bust me a trust. <laughs> uh, and also uh, impacting our decisions to get into World War One, and thus uh, delaying or preventing that entirely. Uh, really damaging our trade relationships with Europe, to the point where, in the midst of this earthquake, uh, a crossbeam at a pub falls and strikes Steve Buscemi in the back of his head, <laughs> leaving a gaping wound. And leaving him with the impression that he is indeed King Bertram the I <laughs> of these new <laughs> island nations off the coast of America. Uh, I do like to think that they are moved just far enough to be in international waters perfect (laughs) that's only
0: like it's only like a mile isn't it at the time it was
2: fairly nebulous yeah Yeah. it's it's like three or four miles basically
1: if you swam too far out where the lifeguard
0: couldn't see you anymore you're not my problem anymore (laughs) (laughs) you're you're international It's it's
2: just enough for it to have the slightest amount of political leeway His incredibly imperious attitude towards people that he believes are his subjects because his brain is mush. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually doing a fairly good job of motivating the police to stop just protecting their homes and get the streets in order (laughs) and get shopkeepers to actually get back into business. He's pretty good at being an emperor just because people really in the middle of a crisis need some direction Mm -hmm. and they're not getting it. Uh, And he does, in fact, establish a kingdom on these islands off the coast of the United States. Uh, and we cut to a hundred years in the future, in the oh. distant year of two thousand and six. Maybe he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe there's still a hole in the it's back just of his advanced head. Advanced technology so much. A hundred and fifty-five year old Steve Buscemi.
0: <laughs> he's nearing old, that now. The
2: oldest human being in the history he's of the planet. six hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> With this absolute paradise of oak, Francisco, floating. <laughs> <on> the- <laughs> Floating off the coast of the United States, having become sort of a Tomorrowland, uh, in in uh, in contrast to a fairly sapped United States of America. God,
0: <laughs> uh, who else did you have in it? Did you? Name uh, them?
2: As his drinking buddy, uh, drinking buddies, uh, Chris Tucker and Maya Rudolph, um, who go with the flow of this and become kind of the grand viziers.
0: Chris Tucker of the Kingdom name of old Francisco.
2: Yeah, Chris Tucker's got his money. He only works when he
0: wants to. <laughs> I um, mean I get to be Secretary of State <laughs> I love me some Maya Rudolph um, fantastic that's great I love it that is uh, that is literally an alternate universe tilt a that's <laughs> yep. perfect I
2: went, I went vastly less pleasant though
0: <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me does it? it does
2: um, so that's my idea uh, <laughs> and in uh, finality there Nick what do you, what do you got? You got? Oh, oh man you son
0: of a bitch oh uh, I tried alright uh, <laughs> my movie is called Folly's Gold um, and it does take place in the 1800s during the gold rush. Um, my uh, lead character uh, is going to be played by Ed Helms, who is a con man who basically plants fool's gold around the rivers so that people find it, and then they kind of bring it to him so that he can, uh, for, for you know, to, to, to figure out all the financials and stuff. He basically just cons the entirety of the gold rush into mm. people thinking they've found real gold. Uh, my director of choice is going to be Adam McKay, Mm. Uh, What ends up happening is he decides that he's now rich enough, um, because he's the one collecting all the real gold, Uh, he decides he's now rich enough to start his own town. And the town is called Gold's Hollow, which is also a play on what he's doing. Um, (laughs) You clever bastard! So he creates, he (laughs) creates a town called Gold's Hollow, but the rest of the movie is basically him job interviewing people to come join and recruit for the town, but no one wants to do it except oh. one man played by Bill Hader who is 100% in on whatever Ed Helms says. So I did Tomorrowland, you're doing Disney's Epcot City yeah. of so the Future. Bill Hader is Ed Helms' sidekick and will do the anything ride that in the wilderness. he says. Uh, I also have a cast of Melissa McCarthy, who is a little bit more uh, naive and not sure if she wants to be joining this town. And then I'm rounding it off with my absolute fave, Rob Lowe, mm. who is going to be the person that Ed Ed Helms tries vastly hard to get to join the town because yeah. of how pretty he is. He's so pretty. He just needs someone to be the face. Pitch. I mean,
1: if you want Sam Seaborn, you get <laughs> Sam Seaborn because that's Pitch. what he's been for the last decade. And Melissa
2: McCarthy is an 1800s madam, but she really doesn't know that she's <laughs> a madam. So she's starting a whorehouse without
0: knowing it. Yeah, she thinks she thinks she's running like a bunkhouse. I'm just helping my friends <laughs> have dates. She's thinking she's running a fucking 1800s Airbnb. Yeah, she's running a and like, the, These in the 1800s. are all showgirls. What people <laughs> Why do are in are never their... show do <laughs> people
1: do in their bedrooms? None of my business. They're
0: showing a lot. They're showing a lot, Margaret. That's why we charge as much <laughs> as we do. We These are, are private rehearsals. Yeah, they're private rehearsals. Only one person allowed at a time, sometimes two or three, depends on how the girls are feeling for the night. So we've got a uh like super wacky comedy, yeah. like slapstick comedy.
1: We've, We've got, got a, a surreal, surrealist. Surreal, and then mine is just a sad movie. Yeah. <laughs> just a sad boy. Let's put these three films oh together. Oh, boy.
0: Um,
2: I feel we can... I mean, if you're building up a town, that's pretty easy to fold into either of these concepts.
0: True, but it, I feel like it's harder to ground in realism in today. I feel like it has to be the 1800s. Mm. Um, which or, or the early 1900s for you yeah, for the it's earthquake. not a huge difference we've played Red Dead Redemption uh-huh so what we can do is we can start off with the earthquake is you know he's doing the gold rush thing the earthquake basically breaks off a little portion of California
1: I'm curious I feel like that's the loot plan probably like I'm i feel sure like it people did, yeah. absolutely
0: although i don't know cuz i think fool's gold was probably invented in like the 1980s or something well, but fool's gold it's is pyrite it's, it's a yeah, natural, natural element but
1: yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm more than likely overconfident yeah. that someone discovered it was like well this is this is going to make that me a fortune when i was gorgeous. a
0: when i was a kid we went to um Ogdensburg mines because mm. that's where everyone goes in North Jersey. Uh, it's where they filmed the mine scenes from Zoolander. Fun fact. Um, I got the black. I remember. <laughs> Damn it, Doug! You've been down there for one New day. New Jersey coal country. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember that thriving business <laughs> in the gift shop. They had fool's gold, yeah. and I was talking. I was I was what fourth grade, whatever. And the person who was working the gift shop, I was like, "Is this fool's gold?" They're like, "No, it's pyrite." I was like. It's not fool's gold. They're like, "No, it's natural I'll No, you pyrite. idiot. <laughs> it's really cool. It's just like gold." And I was like, "It's more expensive than fool's gold." And I, and I was literally yeah. like, "I'll buy 10." So you got duped. And I bought them home to my parents wow. and like, "Oh, you got fool's gold. Cool." I was like, "No, it's pyrite. You are the wet <laughs> dream of
1: PT Barnum." Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: when
2: when I was I had the exact opposite kind of interaction. I was learning how to ride a bike at Roosevelt Park in Edison, ate shit in the middle of a field. <laughs> And landed in a bunch of fool's gold. Why was that in the field? There was just like rocks of it, just like in the dirt. And I was freaking out. No one will find these! And my poor grandfather, who does not understand gemology had to explain to me that
0: there is a thing called fool's gold. I love the idea that he's explaining that all to you, but it's actually real gold left by some robber. Yeah, right. And then he comes back a day later. He's like, oh, thanks. good, Thank God this is all uh, Can here. he
1: still talk like a prospector?
0: Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, my God, I can't believe my gold's still here.
1: No one will suspect the back oh, yeah.
0: bats My pop would have done that. I'm, sur- <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't. <laughs> he actually just took it for himself. Want to learn how to make a quick buck? <laughs> he actually That's knows way co- more about gemology than you think. Yeah. When, when I robbed a bank, and wait, It was what? a long time. <laughs>
2: He stopped and performed the entirety of Treasure of the Sierra Madre. (laughs) We were there for like four hours.
0: (laughs) He did a
1: one-man-as-you-like-it. It It was amazing.
0: (laughs) Let's ground this thing. Okay. Um, All right, so we'll keep it in like the early 1900s. There's still some... Nah, the gold rush was probably what, the 1840s? No, 50s. (sighs) I think it was the 1850s. What if it's after the gold rush is over? So... Okay, Gold yeah. Rush. We could literally just have it that he's trying There's to like restart There's like one it. guy who's desperate. He's trying desperate. to do Gold Rush 2. Yeah. <laughs> the California Gold Rush was, it lasted from seven years from 1848 to 1855. Okay. So it's the early 1900s and he's like, you know, I doubt everyone found all of it. Like he, he's
1: probably like looking at all these people who have legacies of making money. Yeah. Off of
0: okay. the most amazing thing. Well, th- there it is. He does the con of putting in fool's gold, so people start thinking there is another gold rush going on, which happens at the same time as the earthquake. So there's like a
2: swell of people who are coming out to the west coast for the second California gold rush. Then
0: the earthquake breaks. It puts them all over there, and that's how he gets his town because he already has his people there.
1: Yep. I feel like also like the theme of legacy definitely should be. Uh, it it feels like it's it's with one person trying to. Become the boss of everybody yeah. in some fashion. It, it, Ed Helms's character, or that Whoever character, reaches, yeah, uh, just being like the insecure person who ne- like failed, failed, failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to leave something behind. I, yeah, uh, right, see, uh, you yeah. know, I can't just be this, you know, schmuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the
2: first guy from the second gold rush. Like, you know, when they get here, yeah. we'll figure it out when they get here. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, perfect. Um, so he he. They, they go into Gold Rush 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> the earthquake happens. They break off. It's a small little, like, mountain area right off of San Francisco. Oh. Maybe Gosh. it is just Oakland. <laughs> what if
1: he... Those are my keys. <laughs> what if he convinces,
0: um, like,
1: maybe, uh, like, going off with what the original uh, Norton guy had, uh-huh. where he had a failed, like, trade. Yeah. What if he, like, was one of the only guys or one of the first people to start trading with Hawaii? Uh, and it, it's 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 successful to him. Bad deal. Then thinks of possibly the second gold rush going on, <laughs> but he only convinces Hawaiians to come over because <laughs> they have no clue about the history because they weren't a state uh, right, at right, that right, point. Right. But they're just he's just bringing people <laughs> you know over.
0: Why? They didn't gain statehood until like the 1950s, right? 1951. Yeah. yeah. I,
2: I like the notion that the beginning of the movie is like him and all all these other people trying to enact their latest scam and they're people who've been like doing back and forth across the country, exploiting small western towns. Now we're into the nineteen hundreds and it's more difficult. Yeah. But this one he calls Tropical Gold. That's the name I mean, operation? Yes. And it's importing pineapples and trying to get people really into pineapples? Yes. And it absolutely fucking fails because he doesn't know how long
0: pineapples keep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's literally just got I this mean, it's in a rind. It should be fine. He's got this friggin' you know, ship of yeah. moldy pineapples mm-hmm. that he's just paid way too much
2: for. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like had him in open baskets and shit. Uh, and that's, that's like the most recent failure. Yeah. Lead, leading into our second gold rush scam. Yeah. It's like, and this this troop of, of old West style con artists is on the verge of breaking up because nothing's working anymore. People aren't buying snake oil. Oh
0: wait, I like it. So it's a group of con men. Yes. Okay, yes. so
1: he's got a group with him. So you've heard the term Banana Republic, the, not the store, I've, but I, the actual I've never heard like the term. now. It's a politically unstable country with an economy dependent on the exportation of a limited resource. It came from uh, when bananas were first being brought into this country oh yeah we did it to the caribbean all the time all right. um, how yeah. do we
0: take that title without it being banana republic <laughs> i mean pineapple democracy is just like pineapple express it's, ch- it's hawaiian it's delight taken, just feels yeah. it's just like <laughs> is is a wonderful fruit combination <laughs> with whipped cream it's tropical sounds good i like tropical tropical gold does like tropic of cancer tropic of capricorn it's jungle of, gold tropic of something it'll be <laughs> a play on tropic of cancer and capricorn Tropic, Tropic of Oakland. What if it? What if? Okay. So he,
1: it's i uh, I've I found, jungle gold. It's so much more valuable, and it is going to make us billionaires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even know billion was a number. Like, <laughs> uh, like he feels like he's going to be the next U.S. Steel. Like he, yeah, they, yeah.
0: He, he's, Tropic of Alcatraz. Tropic of Alcatraz. Let's keep working on that. Yeah. Uh, did you know that Alcatraz
1: means pelican?
0: I did not. And it's Tropic of that. Pelican.
1: Pelican, pelican, pelican. Tropic of pelican. I like it. That works. <laughs> all right, because that's honestly that's why the island is called that because pelicans are the dominant bird that pelican we found on there.
0: Pelican. All right, well pelicans are definitely going to have something to do with this film. Yep. Um, so They're they eat, eat all the pineapples. <laughs> so, so we <laughs> that. That's why they go bad.
1: They eat they all don't, the pineapples. There's just
0: too many pelicans on the island. There's too many true. pelicans. <laughs> what, what are people? all these pelicans Was here? a terrible place to import pineapples, Bertram. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold here Well, I'm sorry I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know? Did you try one? It's the coldest place in California. No, I haven't tried one. They look weird. You
1: know it's how hard it is in the to ca- fucking bay right now. <laughs> They've got spines things on them. They're hard to
0: touch t- <laughs> You take a knife. <laughs> they look alien. Look at it <laughs> look at it. Look so, at it. So weird. So
2: we've had the failed scheme. We've gotten people to come now for the second California gold rush.
1: <laughs> so so wait. So what's the what's the lead in from? Honestly, I, he I... tried to he tried to make an empire of of money out of you know pineapple imports. It fails, and then what makes him decide second gold rush? <laughs> That'll work.
0: <laughs> um, I think the pineapple failure is sort of just a an inciting incident. Well, yeah, yeah.
2: It's obviously the, the beginning. It's clearly the latest in a string it of just, could, this is not It working. could
1: also be just something that's discussed. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to show Like, it, oh, it. you're the pineapple guy. I yeah. hate that. They
0: always call me the goddamn pineapple like, have been eating fucking, Eat this pineapple, man. We've been man. eating your they goddamn they pineapples they for they breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> king Kamehameha <laughs> no is, is mocking me.
1: All right? They call me the king of pineapples. I hate I pineapple. Think family the, guy
2: cutaway to king Kamehameha <laughs> laughing his ass off. <laughs> the Gold Rush, That's The Gold fool. Rush
0: 2 takes up a good 40% of the beginning of the film. I think it's long. I don't think it's just the very beginning it's and then It's definitely boom, the middle. Off. Yeah, I it's, think the earth, I think the earthquake is beginning of act 2. Mhm.
1: So if for any reason uh so let's say it actually does take place during yeah the, uh, the actual earthquake. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. There is. There were so many people who were... What, what do you see? Oh, there's <laughs> a bug. There's oh, okay. a bug on am like, please don't be a mouse. Recording over. <laughs> uh, we had that happen, wasn't it? Wonderful. Oh,
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> My feet are going to
1: be up here. Um, what if... Okay, so there probably were a lot of people who tried to um, exploit uh, helping people out uh, after the earthquake. Okay. So you have this, this scammer who after his notoriously failed pineapple attempt to be that guy. uh,
0: They call him Pineapple King.
1: Yeah. He could be the Pineapple King uh, (laughs) in a mocking fashion. I mean, Pineapple King does sound like a funny title. (laughs) But he decides, fine. I'll, you know what? I can make this town better. I can make San Francisco the city that I, you know what? Let's make San Francisco the capital of the United States. Yeah. Oh, Oh, they don't want to do that. Fine, I'm now the mayor. <laughs> yeah, I'm the mayor. Earthquake of San hits. I'm the mayor of San <laughs> yeah. Francisco now, and everyone's got it. I, I trust me. I know what's gonna happen. We can so, make the best out of this. So you are talking to the Pineapple King, baby. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so he's gotten people to to come along for the gold rush, which is all, all fake because he's just a con man. It's a group of con people. He yep. discovers
1: that there was one person who found like a tiny. Actual gold, gold in san francisco
2: yeah. so now it's a ponzi scheme and yeah so like, and so yeah. it worked for him he yep. just
1: he just he embellishes the truth about every single thing yeah. he probably found out about the fruit in passing like you know pineapples yeah. are gonna be the next big thing for sure and once one person finds gold and it turns out it was like a gold bar from a from a reserve right you know, right that right. they they just but had it just broke up but yeah. it broke up and he was just like there's Oh, they, they heard they found gold in San Francisco. Yes, they did. Yeah, they sure did. And I know where the vein of it is.
0: <laughs> Do you, you
1: follow my advice? And just it becomes one lie after, after another, another. And that's just the To the continual. point where even like everyone is believing and be like, this guy should be in charge
0: yeah. of San Francisco. Of like everything, I think. <laughs> I don't know they, why. I just trust him. But then the thing about it is that like, the movie takes such a weird turn when the earthquake happens and they literally break off. It's like we kind of switch gears into another you can divide, genre. You could divide
1: could divide San Francisco in half because of the earthquake. Yeah. And now you've got another guy on the other side or someone else who's like, fine, I'm in charge of this half of San Francisco.
0: Okay, so, so this is interesting. In your mind, you're thinking San Francisco splits in half. In yeah, kind my of- mind, I was thinking more along the lines of they're doing the gold rush in kind of the open western wilderness and that's what breaks off. So they're on an island of nothing. They have to literally build a new town. That's what I was oh, okay. thinking. So they're it's so they're they're basically going way back to like the sixteen hundreds, where they're now trying to build up huts and cabins and they're trying to make forts. They're yeah, trying because, to like, settle Jamestown. It's you like, know? Hey, we're
1: we're brand new pioneers, yep. everyone. Yeah.
0: Trying, I I've been to the islands. I've seen the natives, there's, how they work. There's a couple people that are trying to build boats so they can go yeah. back, and he has to try his absolute hardest to stop them from leaving. I can, I can, uh, I, I, I learned, I learned so many amazing
1: techniques uh, yeah. from the natives of Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. How, like, he makes a point to say Hawaii. it that way. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking he's, he's that guy. But, and uh, he's teaching them. All the wrong ways. I've spent to build years
0: it. learning the ways of the of the cultural significance of the Hawaii people, and I want you to know I just keep saying <laughs> it that way. I I've understood the it's way that has. they live. <laughs> Listen, this is their gold. He just holds up a pineapple. Yeah, <laughs> but we we have a chance. And uh,
1: so the okay, just to make it a little more linear. <laughs> so, failed businessman from pineapple imports. Does the earthquake happen and then he capitalizes, or does he find he finds the
0: well? It's pineapple gold rush earthquake. I think he's starting to capitalize in the gold rush when the earthquake hits. Because
1: the earthquake should probably that I'm, your your earthquake then is your third act where there is an actual crisis mm-hmm. that he now has to
0: actually he now help has to people be, in and be in charge of. But he realizes that he actually does not know how to solve any problems. But everyone's looking to him for mm. it. Hmm. Is he a successful king? Or
1: he scams Doesn't his he way. does he a gaping head wound? He, he fails upwards into just because, like, I don't know actually how to lead. But I know how to make people think
0: I know how I to do something. I think you're right. I think and, he fails upwards. And because he just no matter, that. No matter what happens, for some reason, finally, things are starting to go right for him as everything else goes wrong. Right, he fails at everything, but once everything starts to kind of fall into place, he's still failing, but everyone's going along with it. There's yeah. got to be that moment where it's like, "I have full confidence that this
1: uh, is probably going. This is going to be the greatest city uh, in the world." Cut to him. <laughs> yeah, oh my bad, god. Oh. Anxiety <laughs> attack. Masterful. I
0: don't, um, I don't know what I'm no. doing. <laughs> All right, so who are we going with?
2: With what? For the main character. <laughs> for whom? Uh, so we had Malkovich, Bishemi Helms. Helms. Okay.
0: Malkovich, Who's a, oh, Sounds like a, I mean, So there, many, there so many a, weird choices. There could be a f- other actors, too. Oh, no, no. no <laughs> we're just saying for our lead.
1: I feel like we're the who's who's our our at three pictures. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it's Malkovich. Nah. I don't think so. I mean, he's he fits the like the time period type of
0: like a, a, a carpet baron, but we could use <laughs> him as someone in the mainland, yeah, trying to get them to come back if <laughs> what if he's the guy who convinced the our
1: uh, protagonist to get the pineapple import export? But he's been stuck in Hawaii the whole time and only comes back towards the third act to just be like, kind of like reveal the scam like that that main guy you left me on that island you left me on there I learned
0: so many things
1: (laughs) I had to take a Hawaiian wife I am (laughs) gay I have have four children now I didn't do anything but they're mine you want to know what it's and like? I s- have this fucking letter about a fake gold
0: rush. <laughs> What's the profit end of gold? Fake gold rush. If there isn't any gold, why did I not get a telegram about this? Yeah.
1: And it just—he wa- just comes with every single message in a bottle that he yeah. intended on putting out there. He's like, yeah.
0: You know how far Hawaii is from California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like Ed Helms for this. Okay, all right, we'll go with Mr. Helmzoni. That's his name. Mm-hmm. That's his real mm-hmm. name. Is Ed Helms. Hollywood. Stage. Hollywood, He's name. <laughs> Hollywood. It changes everybody. Uh, Malkovich is going to be that guy. Who else Malkovich. are we bringing Malkovich. in? I still like the idea of Bill Hader just being the guy who always goes along with it. Oh, absolutely. Of yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it turns out it's like he, he kind of becomes like an ambassador to sorts. Yeah. Like every time that there's, uh, but I
0: want him to be the old timey prospector yeah. idiot.
1: Oh, yeah. But he still gets in. Ch- like, yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're. Your ambassador to the to New San Francisco yeah. or or mm-hmm. New New Frisco. He's, uh, he's still like
2: panning for gold. They've yeah. got like machines. This and, point. And, and, and anytime
1: that... a city delegate from somewhere else in the country comes by, oh, so uh, you're Mr. Williams. But the so thing he's like, is,
0: he's still, he's still panning for all of it. But at the same time, Ed Helms is like, Bill, buddy, remember, it's not real. And he's just, like, that's what you think. <laughs> I got a little. It's, it's, I think anyone can get that amount statistically if they're just shifting <laughs> through dirt. You've been doing this for three weeks straight. Or he becomes like, <laughs> or he's
1: like used as proof of concept that there is like gold, Could and be. and every and he's just if you th- I, I almost go into Music Man territory where it's, <laughs> it's just he's like starting a rumor that something is there, no one's like, eh, and then he has the one guy who believes that he found gold yeah. in San Francisco. There's proof, right? And here? he just takes him everywhere to get even more prestige leads him by the arm throughout the entire film he he, it's it almost oh what if it gets to a point where the prospector prospector becomes more famous (laughs) (laughs) yeah if the prospector Mm -hmm. becomes more famous and then people are like we really want to like because he starts interpreting the ideas yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i don't know Um, that's that's who else (laughs) else? that's getting into television who else did you have mike i had zach alfanakis as the only other named actor um, okay, but Jacky Elfenakis as as president Roosevelt, Roosevelt, yes. <laughs> yep. I
0: know. I saw that.
1: I don't know how to. spell that. No voice change. <laughs> no voice change whatsoever. Oh, it's just it's just him. It's absolutely him. We're doing like that. Um, very yeah, very much the Adam McKay style. Yeah, of, you're not doing an impression. Yep. It's 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 John C. Riley as the ghost of yep, Grant. Yep, yep. Like <laughs> it's not. The Maybe ghost of General Grant, <laughs> right? It's just him. <laughs> um, okay. And does who anyone else did... see the ghost? I had uh,
2: Maya Rudolph and Chris Tucker. <laughs> I I need Maya Rudolph just because I absolutely. Of love course, her. of course. Uh, Maya Rudolph as the last competent member of this band of, of people.
0: people. Where is she, does it, Rob Lowe fit? He's our PR guy. Oh, so he's on the side. He of has. Them. To, he. I definitely feel like he should be like. Is he the he's, one on the island? Where everyone Lowe wants to be friends. Is with? Is a
2: representative of the Hearst Mining Company.
0: Okay. Ooh. And he's there to do what exactly? He's there to—he was going to was gonna buy up all these new gold claims, and he gets caught on the island when it—uh—when yep. the earthquake happens. Yep. 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 And okay, so yeah, that's the thing is, once we have to have a reason why they can't go back. Basically, let's yeah. just say that America won't There's take an infrastructure shut down because because they're now in international waters; they're no longer American citizens. Whatever. America
2: only wants them back when they declare themselves a kingdom. Mm-hmm. And they have to wait to go to the island to resolve this because, and I just did this research: Roosevelt's uh, brand new navy that he was building would not be completed until the beginning
0: of the following year.
2: So there aren't any ships to
0: send to the island. I'll finance the navy with what? Yeah, and at the same time, there's we'll just do a, a suspension of disbelief where there's you know there's some legality of why they can't legally come back. What if that's his? Both final, aren't ready. What if that's yeah. his final
1: scam? Is that he finds a way to. You want your navy? I can finance it. How do we do that? I have so many pineapples we can sell right now. It just becomes like pineapple funded pineapple. just to go full pineapple circle. He, but he hates it because oh, yeah, he absolutely. still hates, he hates pineapples it. so
0: much for what they did to his... Uh, it just becomes like this, uh, the dole yeah. of,
1: of the country, like of this Reputation. alternate universe.
2: The, the the buildings of this outlaw kingdom on this island is, is, is the <laughs> remainder of the film.
1: What is our, our climax in Denouement? I, I feel like that's. It's, it's it's always fun for me when characters don't quite learn a lesson.
0: I, I think it has to be that everyone leaves except him and Bill Hader. Yeah, I think, oh, I think just... now
2: the the Navy has come to the island. Yeah. And it's like, okay, everybody get on board. We're going to take you back to the mainland. Well, why would everyone leave? Because Everyone starts leaving. It's like, it's a
0: fairly barren... <laughs>
2: we had
1: fun, but this is, this is like, not good.
0: You have a fort <laughs> built with, like, three huts and Kids one need to house. go to school. There's, like, like, 50 people here. There's no yeah, infrastructure yeah, yeah. whatsoever. And he's just begging people to stay. He's like, begging please, people please, to stay for him. I need this. Yeah, exactly. Sma-
2: smash cut to, like, the 1930s, 1940s, like... All right, everybody, get on the boat tour. We're gonna go see the king. (laughs) Yeah, and And he's he's still there. He
0: looks like Tom Hanks in Castaway. He's just there on the islands. Bill up as Wilson. (laughs) Yeah, as Wilson. (laughs) 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 He's just carrying around, wearing a (laughs) prosthetic hat. God, that's dark.
2: (laughs) And it has a gold tooth. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the only gold found
2: in San Francisco the the he found shot. in his entire life is a tooth worth.
0: It is a zoom in on the gold tooth, and then we transition cut with a black circle, zoomed in on it, and shut. <laughs> yep. Dedicated. Film. Film. <laughs>
1: Dedicated to the memory of... <laughs>
0: uh, Slipper Pete. <laughs> uh, who who Slipper
1: are we going Pete. with
2: for director? They call
1: me Slipper Pete, because uh, I wear slippers. Who's your director, Mike? Uh, I like Adam McKay as the director. I, yeah, I'll, I, I'll, I'll go okay. with McKay. Okay. If we're going, if we're going slapstick, we, we took that tone. Because uh, this would be a return to, like that you know, era parodies that he yeah. was doing.
0: I'm super like, off tangent, but I'm super excited for Don't Look Up.
1: Yeah. Oh, that so, is, is what a what it's Netflix Don't Look movie. Yep. Yeah. I and with him and
0: DiCaprio, uh, DiCaprio and uh, Lawrence, which and is everyone. basically
1: like, what if he did a modern
0: wacky comedy? Yeah. Because he had <laughs> you <laughs> know he got Anchorman, yeah. which isn't that. It's, Seven, it's that very time much a strange love. Um awesome. All right, so Tropic of Pelican directed by Adam McKay <laughs> starring Ed Helms, John Malkovich, Bill Hader, Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis as President Roosevelt, Maya Rudolph and Rob Motherfucking Lowe. <laughs> There's our Hell film. It can folks. Do. <laughs> <laughs> um awesome. That that came together. We built that around uh very interesting story surprisingly that Rob and I have not heard of. 3 3 acts of nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> With no payoff, which is with, the perfect With no spot. payoff. Mm-hmm. Um, so other than that. They'll be lining the doors <laughs> to see this. <laughs> Mike Roosevelt's great <laughs> white <wife later>. name. <laughs> we're going to give you a second, Mike, to uh, to plug whatever you want. Say hi to friends and, friends and family. Whatever you want to do. So, wait, why are you making it sound like I'm not leaving the studio afterwards? Why is the door you're, locking? You're why not? is it going on? <laughs> they'll be out! Mike, we keep all of our guests here. I'm a hostage. Matt, say hi. What? Why are you here? Every single one of our special guests have had a name starting with M. Why are their heads Should just keep on the wall? <laughs> yeah, okay. okay.
1: Um, plug. Sure. Plug uh, on. Come on, do it now. <laughs> Mind plug. I have a uh, D&D series that's going to be coming out in late January called the Wayfinders Guild. Uh, you can follow it on Twitter, at Wayfinders Guild. Um, we are going to be working in conjunction with a wonderful uh, New Jersey-based minifig company called Questborne. Uh That's Quest, B-O-U-R-N-E. Uh they... Oh, my God, that's Quest and Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Quest and Born. It's a Johnny Quest, Jason Bourne <laughs> crossover. Uh-oh. There's another movie we just pitched. Let's We've see that. We've always wanted it. We uh, can't pitch
2: a Johnny Quest movie. Haji <laughs> exists. I want my Johnny Quest. Um,
1: sim, sim, salibim. It <laughs> does not translate. That's what they wanted me to say. <laughs> Kamel Nanjiani just being very pissed that he got... Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> anyway. Um, so uh, when's yeah. The, when's the show coming out? The show is going to be coming out in late January. Uh, I have uh, six players. Uh, it's a homebrew world. I've been working for the last couple months on this. And uh, also, if you follow uh, the Twitter handle Sketchprov, we are going to be making some announcements in the early beginning of the year of coming back to do live show performances, who may, in fact, be featuring uh, Nick and Rob here. Uh, Oh. um, Which uh, they just found
0: out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Rob and I would love to get our feet wet back in the sketch Drunk panda. Uh, Drunk panda needs to to fly again, or at least get drunk. Pandas don't fly. Oh, they do when they're drunk.
1: Okay. Give me Um, time, Rob. Give me time.
0: So, with the Wayfinders, that was something that we... We did a holiday version of a Halloween.
1: Uh, yeah, Nick, you—if you, uh, if you <laughs> remember the own things that you do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were part of the uh, Legends of the Haunted, uh, which that's... is not Haunted Mansion <laughs> for copyright reasons. Legends it is the legend, Haunted. Like, Legends. This, this notice came for you. Legends <laughs> of the Legend of the Phantoms Mansion, uh, which uh, just got Act Two, Part One released. Uh, it's been. <laughs> I didn't realize we did a long game, so yeah. I, there's been a lot of a uh, lot of editing going on. We out, went for about
0: four hours, I think.
1: Act two, part two, will be coming out, uh, and act part act three will finish it out. And then on December eighteenth, uh, I record. I have a one shot. That's I recorded, Brad Pitt's
0: birthday for everyone who doesn't know.
1: Uh, How the Lich Stole Christmas was a ga- It was a. It's a wonderful one shot if uh, people can find it online. It features some of the uh, the other half of the main cast for Wayfinder's Guild. Um and uh it was a lot of fun. That'll be so that's going to come out December 18th and then late January on YouTube, Facebook Gaming and Twitch it will premiere. It's not a live stream by any means, uh, but it will be uh fun hopefully for people who love Dungeons and Dragons and, you know, that's, that's what the kids like nowadays. <laughs> they like the shiny math rocks. <laughs>
0: well, that's great. Uh, everybody check out Mike's stuff over at the Wayfinders Guild Sketch Prov, doing some new stuff coming uh, soon in the new year. Uh, and you can find me at uh, Guildmaster Mike. Guildmaster oh. Mike. Guildmaster Michael. Mike As a, always Mike, folks I forget cuz I have it both on master inter- Michael Cole you know what GUILTMASTER Mike both on of them. Twitter Search and then both Instagram of them, you'll find him
1: because Twitter doesn't allow you to have a certain amount of letters past what it ha- and it could have been un- uh,
0: uniform Michael I- St.
2: Gregory oh
0: <laughs> anyway um you know where to find us WDYG podcast pretty much everywhere Gmail Twitter facebook we don't have instagram because the names are stolen um if you would have thunk i know right if you have any ideas for upcoming episodes please send us our send them our way come visit nick's house he's always home knock on the door (laughs) rob and i would very much like to pitch a listener's episode where we can do either audio clips from you or just read your emails I
2: i think we've got like enough submissions to this point where we can maybe do one
0: yeah you think between Dude, the duke. email
2: and Meg just randomly messaging me and <laughs> my dad just
0: randomly messaging me, maybe. It's a start for me, I'll tell you that much. Um, other than that, folks, thank you for being here. We are glad to be joined by Mr. Michael St. Gregory. Mike, thanks for joining us. Oh, it was a pleasure. Uh, so my... until next time, I've been Rob. I've been Mike. And I've been Nick. And that's what we got. <laughs>
2: What Do You Got? is recorded live at the Cape Swoosh Studios in Bloomfield, New Jersey. Our theme song was written and performed by Trevor Campbell. Additional music is provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. And our wonderful logo was designed by Gabby Weiss. You can find her on Twitter at, at Gabby Weiss.